0: Hello, Wizards fans. Another off-the-bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rehm. After a dominating win, the Washington Wizards beating the Detroit Pistons for the third straight time. And we're coming to you for the first time on MonumentalSportsNetwork.com. And the new app, which you can now download. This is exciting, but uh, as exciting as the app is, let's start with the Wizards. Jacob Rehm, what did you see from this dominating performance tonight back at home?
1: Well, the Wizards have had the Pistons' number all year, and uh, tonight was no different. They just absolutely took it to them from start to finish, uh, no questions asked. This was yeah, – Jeremy hates the phrase must-win game until <laughs> it's basically like do or die, and tonight Jeremy <laughs> called this one a must-win pregame. So you knew this one was crucial tonight, and they and they got work done. I mean uh, – the largest win over the Pistons in franchise history.
2: There you go. Yeah, that's, that was huge. That was it was their largest win in a long time. Forty three points. I mean they they took it to the Pistons. I mean this was this was pretty much over the first six minutes of the game, and the game never really got close. This is the kind of win they they needed. It wasn't just a win. It was a statement win that they're not going to just push over and fall down. There's still sixteen games left, and they're going to fight till the end. So
0: speaking of fighting till the end, Chicago beat Toronto tonight. That's a big matchup coming up next. Um, do you ever feel like sometimes you wish they could have left some points?
2: in their yeah. pocket for the next game. For Wednesday, yeah. Unfortunately, this only counts for one win, and they have to start 0-0 again on Wednesday when Chicago's here. And th- that, as big as this one was tonight, Wednesday's equally Are as Are you important. calling that one must win as well? Yeah, yes. it really is. I mean, you can't fall. It's because these, these games against these teams that you're fighting against, they're swing games. It's a two-game it's two swing. games, yeah. And at this point of the season, I mean, granted, you'd need you'd need a, such a run that you really, realistically, you can't see happening. If you don't beat Chicago one you're three and a half games out with 15 to play. It just it just would seem so unlikely. At the the other way, it's one and a half games, which mm-hmm. is you know that mm-hmm. seems realistic, but still what within reach.
1: What an impressive win. By Chicago tonight over Toronto, missing Gasol, missing Rose, yeah. in Toronto and mm-hmm. getting the
2: victory. Very impressive, and I th- believe I read that was their ninth straight win over the Raptors. They own the Raptors, which is really—I mean—that's Toronto's a g- really good team yeah. recently, and that's that's impressive. So they just have Toronto's number, and hopefully we catch them. You know, feeling good about themselves after a win, the Wizards are going to need the same kind of performance they saw. Obviously, we're not going to beat the Bulls by fifty on Wednesday, but. Yeah. But you got to come out with that same intensity. They got right after Detroit tonight. Defensively, they were all over them.
1: It was just a completely different attitude and different outlook on the game than I felt we had on the West Coast. Um, I really feel like that Utah game, uh, you know, a lot there were. To, um, so the the energy just wasn't really there as much tonight, start to finish, an impressive, energetic performance. The bench was up after every bucket. It really felt like this was this was a statement game for them.
2: I think yeah, I think you're right, and that's what we said. This is the game you go in the locker room after. You look at the standings, you see where you are, you know. I mean the math says no. It says you're not gonna make the playoffs. But that's something that we've seen this Wizards group kinda rally around that underdog role, like they did in the playoffs the last two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They rally when they know people aren't picking them, everyone's saying the season's over. That's something that kinda motivate them. The, the reality is it's going to be tough even playing motivated and playing well. It's not going to be easy, and it's not like they can just turn it on and make the playoffs. I mean, they need some other things to go their way too, starting with a win on Wednesday. And then with
1: the with the, the Sixers and Knicks this weekend, those are, those are two games you really have to have too because yes. you can't be losing to teams oh. at the bottom of the standings right now. Right. I know that I'm looking past the Bulls, and I know that I'm— it's, obviously a one game at a time mentality but looking yeah. at the rest of the week you're thinking this has to be a 4-0 week. has. Yeah,
2: it does it's that's the mentality now you really can't drop any more games that you should win for the rest of the year that's just the f- reality of where they are and what they've lost too many games now to have any, to drop any more and they still have that five game west coast trip coming up at the end of the month.
0: The crazy thing is in my mind they have to have a record similar to the Golden State Warriors, to make the playoffs. Um, the I
2: stretch. wouldn't go that far yet. With a win tonight, th- if they had lost tonight, I would have said, yes, you are correct. That's, they would have needed a Warrior-like run for the last 16 games, which, which is why I said if they lost tonight, I really didn't think they had a chance. Mm-hmm. A win tonight, now they're two and a half games out. I don't think you have, think have to play at that Warrior 11 rate. 11-5, and five, and you're looking at your you're close. I think 43 wins is probably going to be in. So yeah. that's 12 and four. Okay. Yeah, which is, uh, f- I mean, that's great, and that's why I'm. Sa- that's what I'm saying. That you still need to play. Out. You have to be great down the mm-hmm. stretch. Mm-hmm. I- Warrior rate, I'd say, is like 15 and one. Okay. But, but uh, 12 and four. I mean, especially they haven't gone 12 and four all year. So they're going to need to do something that they haven't done all year. And their games are going to be there. They have to go out west, we said, for five. They have to play Atlanta but the teams are playing out
1: west are beatable, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. V- beatable, but so well, was One Denver, of them is Golden State. So was Utah. So was Portland. I mean, I, I agree, but we're looking the future now. Right. Yeah, I, just, right. I
0: know obviously one of those games is Golden State. But yes. Hey, but also the last time we recorded this game, Bradley Beal played and then got hurt. Next game we're doing off the bench. He's back on the court. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he didn't play a big role but he did score in double figures played 24 minutes dare I say it that he is really the key to be able to maybe go 12 and 4. I'm
1: yes I mean I don't think that's going out on a limb to say that he's key um when he's out of the lineup there are just there are offensive issues you you cannot rep there's nobody on the roster that can replicate what he does and so when having him in there it just makes such a big difference for them
2: yeah and the game like tonight I would say you don't this is a game you could have you know you could have won with almost anyone you know you didn't need to be on this game tonight But you, but to go 12 and four, like we said, that's probably what they're going to need to do. Maybe 11 and five gets in if they have the tie. They have the tiebreaker on Detroit now, which was also why tonight was yeah, huge. Yeah. But which getting back makes to makes that point,
1: game against Chicago even bigger because yes. that's going to determine the tiebreaker yeah. too. And it
2: could come down to that. That's where we are in the season where it's going to tiebreakers could be c- important. So yes, if Beal, if there's, I don't think there's any way they could pull this off without Beal being healthy for for the rest of the year i mean he's got to play and he's got to be he's got to be really good an elite level score which he's been at times this year and when he's healthy so if they can get that out of Beale, i think the games are there if they play really well they could still make a run at this it's certainly not going to be easy you the three game losing streak excuse me the five game losing streak and all losing all three out west was really really i mean that put them uh, basically mm-hmm. up against it where there's Zero room for error now. There is—you cannot drop another game that you should win—and that's where they are right now. And Marchan bouncing back. Only eight minutes, two points in that last
0: game and the loss to Denver. Good to see him get back on track at home. Not only did he
1: play well tonight, but he played with a lot—he played with a lot of energy. The the early uh, the early alley oop over uh, over Aaron Baines um, mm-hmm. was an impressive play, and and
0: Martin looked much much better tonight than he looked on the West Coast. All right, so we'll be watching the standings, the scoreboard, just like the players are, looking to see what will happen, if the, the Wizards will creep closer, if they can get the, to the eighth seed, if they can get that win over the Bulls. Uh, that'll do it for off the bench for Jamoke Davis and Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rame. Uh Enjoy Wizards basketball as we will and continue to root on our team as we hope to Come away with uh, another win at Chicago and and, on the road against Philly and the Knicks. So long for now. Hope you enjoy listening to us on the Monumental Sports Network app.